and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Untraditionally Traditional, a Millennial Homemaker. This is your host, Brittany Duncan, and today's episode is going to be a quick rundown of how to stock your household for sickness. Not sure if it was on last week's episode or if I had mentioned it on Instagram, but when I came back from Peru, I had a little bit of a cough, which developed into much more of a cough, which ultimately ended up being COVID. And it has knocked me on my butt for the last week, but also helped to make me realize what I was grateful to have on hand in our household and what I wish that we did have on hand and basically wanted to talk about that. My brother and I were joking that this should be the topic of my next episode and I really think that it should be so that's why I'm talking about it because when you are feeling well and in good health that's the time to stock up and be prepared for those times that you're not feeling well. So what do you stock up with? First and foremost is over-the-counter medications. A little bit of everything. Make sure you've got ibuprofen acetaminophen, um, your cold medications, something for a dry cough, like a cough suppressant, something if you are congested, uh, runny nose. Think across symptoms. I will say COVID presented much differently than I typically present with a cold. So there were medications that we didn't have on hand that we needed to get because they were outside of my normal symptoms. So having a wide selection of things, which is helpful anyway, depending on how many family members you have in your household, everyone might present a little bit differently, but also for guests, if you have a guest that's under the weather, uh, having selections for them, depending on what their symptoms are, is a nice thing to be able to offer. So think about that. Um, same kind of idea is to have cough drops on hand. I personally love the Ricola one, the Swiss Alpine herbs. So I try to keep, usually whenever I'm sick, I buy like a big bulk bag and then we have leftover for the next time that we're sick. So we tend to always have some cough drops on hand, but go ahead, grab a bag. They don't go bad. I'm sure there is an expiry date, but I don't believe that they really go bad, so just keep them in your pantry. Uh, Rehydration solutions are another one, whether you have a cold or stomach flu or food poisoning. Uh, Johnson and I have both got food poisoning twice, not, was it this year? No, I think a year ago we had food poisoning twice in the same year and we both had it at the same time and so that's something to consider too is the person you think might be looking after you might also be sick and at that point it's every man for themselves and you better hope that you are well stocked with what you need and 
having ways to rehydrate is part of that. So Pedialyte is a good one, but it is in bottle form and you might not have space to store it. But now they make a lot of electrolytes that are powdered or oral rehydration solutions that are powdered that are easy to store and you just mix them with water. So go ahead and grab a bunch of those. If your whole household gets the stomach flu, you're going to need a number of them, but you'll use them anyway, whether you're doing a hike or it's a hot summer day or those things, you'll go through them. So go ahead and get a bunch of those on hand. Tissues, the good quality ones that are soft so that you're not using a roll of toilet paper or paper towel rubbing your nose raw. We've all been there and keeping a box of or two of good quality tissues you know go ahead get those lotion ones that are the thing that feel like gold when you're sick um, and just have a box or two ready to go ways to stay warm um, is another one so whether that is a heated blanket or a heating pad or uh, an older school thing that is amazing is a hot water bottle. And if you don't know what this is, it's essentially a thick rubber bag that has a plug and you boil water and then you pour it into the uh, rubber vessel and you put the plug on. Usually they have a cover and then you put that into your bed by your feet and it keeps your feet warm for hours. Um, My dad used to fill one up for me almost every night growing up in uh, the Canadian winter and he would it would keep my feet warm and I just absolutely loved it so that is something that I will be bringing back uh, that is truly lovely whether you're sick or not so highly recommend that I think comfort foods uh, as well as soup so uh, the first day that I was feeling sick i just assumed that I was just a little bit under the weather didn't think it was COVID and I just was craving soup and so I made a big pot of vegetable soup which was fortunate because then the plague really set in and I had this big crock pot of soup to get me through but otherwise you should make sure you have a canned soup on hand or one of those mixes that you can just um, add water to and and get it going and but also comfort foods. What is that for you? For me, it's my mom's mac and cheese, which is hard to um, come across when she's not in the state of Idaho. But Johnson did bring me some from takeaway one night and that made me feel great. But having some of those things on hand and in the freezer so that you are are ready to go and you have them. Um, Think about foods that are light on your stomach so that if you do have Uh, stomach flu or are recovering from food poisoning what are those things that you want and uh, and that is the brat diet so think bananas rice applesauce toast um, those kind of things something that I have had on hand for uh, post-oral surgery but that I was actually great when I had this sore throat was cream of wheat and it's super easy to make essentially you boil water or milk I like to do half and half you add a couple tablespoons of this cream of wheat and mix it and let it thicken up and it's like a very very fine oatmeal that isn't scratchy at all on your throat you can add banana or blueberries or whatever fruit to it or cinnamon to give it a little bit of flavor Uh, but I ate a lot of that until my throat could handle 
um, anything more scratchy. Disinfecting wipes. Uh, I love a natural cleaning product as much as the next person, but being able to actually disinfect surfaces when you're sick is important, especially uh, to keep your family members safe. So I have had COVID and knock on wood, Johnson has not gotten it yet. And part of that reason is that um, when Johnson goes to work and he's at the um, for those of you that don't know, my husband's in healthcare and he works 12 hour shifts. So before he's been coming home at night, I, two hours before that, open all the windows in the common spaces, wipe down all the surfaces with disinfectant. And then I go back to my little quarantine zone, which has been our guest bedroom and office. And that's really important to do. Same with a stomach flu or something you really want to try to prevent the spread of that. So if you don't use strong chemicals to disinfect your house regularly, I get that. Maybe just have uh, a small amount on hand for in case uh, someone's sick and you really do need to actually disinfect something. Uh, trash bags, disposable ones that are small so that if someone does have the stomach flu or food poisoning and is vomiting that you can um, actually use a, a trash bag in a small trash bin for that versus the um, catch-all popcorn bowl everybody knows what I'm talking about like that giant bowl that you have in your household that you use for family movie night for popcorn but also is like the first bowl you grab when you are sick in case you are going to throw up so don't do that save the bowl get a proper trash can with a trash bag that you can then tie up and um, throw away so that it's not kicking around in the house um what else what else broth um that kind of goes along the soup vein but costco if you are a costco member they have these broth packets that bone broth that you just um, tear open and mix with hot water i think they were like 10 grams of protein which was kind of nice but the flavor is also good and it was really nice to supplement that in between my soup and hot tea and all the hot liquids that I was drinking so recommend keeping some of those on hand because they are easy to store um something that I didn't have that would have been nice is a humidifier here in Idaho we're really dry that's one of the things I love about it out here but when I had this dry throat and cough the uh, lack of humidity was a little bit tough so you might consider a humidifier if you do live in a drier location Um, even through the winter it it might just help if you suffer from um, dry throat or cough I remember when I was little in Canada we had a a wood-burning stove and it would get pretty dry in the house and I would suffer from nose and I actually remember that we had a humidifier then um, to help with that and it really did so it can help with a number of things that might be something that you consider Um, the other things are pretty standard you know make sure you have a thermometer so you can monitor body temperature um, tissues you know all that all that kind of stuff but basically the point of this episode is to say think about various sicknesses that could strike your your family that that are you know common like cold unfortunately covid flu um those kind of things uh, stomach flu and food poisoning these things happen and it's really nice to be prepared and have everything you need in your house so that 
you can easily take care of your loved one or take care of yourself depending on the situation. If you've got kids, make sure you have the kid versions of these medications um, that are all stocked and not expired and just go through running list, think about what you might need and make sure that you have it. Have some soup, have some broth, have some electrolyte mix, teas, just have it on hand. It's easy to store. You'll use it eventually, whether someone's just got a, um, a sore throat for a couple of days or something that might last a little bit longer. Um, but that way that you can take care of your loved ones, that's, you know, part of being a homemaker is that feeling of home. And with that comes safety and love and being cared for. And how we do that is to be well stocked. So, I hope that you are not sick right now and that you can run to your grocery next time you're there, throw some extra things of soup and these other things I've talked about into your cart and just rest at ease knowing that you're prepared for the upcoming winter season when usually um, colds and coughs and all that fun stuff does strike. We're inside more, we're around each other more. with that, it's a good reminder to make sure you've got hand sanitizer, make sure you're washing your hands a lot, um, you know, remind your kids about hand hygiene and all that stuff as we move into the winter season so that we can hopefully prevent bringing any of these sicknesses into our homes. But you will be prepared if something does happen from this episode and stocking up. All right, that is all for now, except for one very exciting announcement. Our chickens have started laying. Well, I should say our chicken. I'm pretty sure Scarlet, our Rhode Island Red, is the only one laying, but she has laid three eggs so far, and they are just beautiful, and I'm so proud of her, and um, yeah, so we are finally in eggs, and I think that the rest of them are going to be close behind our New Hampshire red is clucking up a storm and uh, they are almost all doing the submissive chicken squat which is a sign that they are getting ready to lay. Um, We have a New Hampshire red, a Rhode Island red, and a barred Plymouth rock and those will be our first layers and then we have three Americanas which lay those pretty blue eggs but from what I've read they can take a little bit longer to come into eggs so Excited to have some eggs and hope that the rest of the girls will be close behind Scarlet. Anyway, until next episode, thank you so much for listening. If you have not left a review yet, I would love if you would do so. You can um, do that on Apple Podcasts and let me know what you're loving about the podcast. Um, In between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at untraditionally traditional pod and I'd love to hear from you it's been really fun being part of this uh, homemaking community of like-minded people and uh, the connections that I've been able to make through the podcast and Instagram so I've really loved that and would love to get to know you okay thanks y'all thank you for listening to this episode of untraditionally traditional if you enjoy the podcast please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.